Hello. Common Sense here. You may not recognize me because you never use me anymore, but I figure I have one job, so I may as well try and do it. First, please remember that these two morons are not your personal life coaches. In fact, I'm willing to bet their advice and opinions are actually pretty terrible, so probably don't take them too seriously. Oh, and another thing. Please remember, this is not a show for kids. I know your precious Liam is so grown up, but seriously, you're about to likely scar him for life. But what do I know? You're going to do whatever you want, so enjoy the show. Hello and welcome to episode two of The Angry Penguin. This is Husky Ninja, and with me, as always, is the wind beneath my wings, Raven Zero. <laughs> the wind? Ooh, I like that. Raven, did you ever know that you're my hero? Am I? You know what? I forgot the lyrics, Husky. I've already <laughs> failed. I've already freaking failed, man. That's okay, because luckily there is a little thing which is coincidentally the topic of this week's episode mm -hmm. called the YouTubes. Oh, now we're old, so we're going to call it the YouTubes. <laughs> yep. The YouTubes. Oh my gosh, dude. It's evolved I want you so to, much. I want you to get your hula hoops, get your Danky Kangs, <laughs> and let's talk about the YouTubes. I've got my roller skates here. Not the rollerblade inline rollerblades. I've got the four-wheeled roller skates sir oh oh man you're just going all sorts of like old school bougie yeah man without it without knee pads and helmets now raven you're you're older than i am so you mm -hmm. you were what 80s kid yes i have to ask did you have the jerry curl so there was a point where i wanted to do that but my hair texture was not proper for that way too much product cost my parents a fortune to have that had that done so i went with the next best thing you remember a uh movie called a uh, house party yes kid and play no <laughs> that... <laughs> yes i had to find a picture i think the highest i went was probably about four inches yeah it i was, was legitimately bad. sitting here excited about oh, the prospect yeah. of seeing raven with this haircut yes we will it was not bad most of you listening to this will never probably get to see this. <laughs> I am genuinely excited. Oh, but still, dude, it was, that was the, and here's the sad part. Going back to us being old, that is now back. I'm looking at African-American kids who are bringing back the high top, but I'm like, oh my God, I'm, I'm this age now. Well, I mean, it always comes to the, the aspect of history repeats itself. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, things that we think that we originated, our parents did. And they they just let us think that we originated, you know, like the bell bottoms. We we wore the boot cuts. Those are bell bottoms, you know? Right. <sighs> Man, it's just, you, you really just look back at kind of your childhood. And, and, like, back when MTV was music and that's when you had to watch music videos oh man we, yes now everybody's going they're going to they're going to stream it you got people on facebook live who are streaming their videos and i mean you, there's no such thing as non-reality television these days and it's if you want anything that's 
creative, you have to turn to video streaming services. Yeah, true. It's kind of disappointing because with the whole separation of everybody wanting to have their own entity to subscribe to, so you got YouTube, which is now subscription based. If you want to have particular, some you know particular TV, CBS, Disney, it's like oh my gosh. Anyway, so all rants and tangents aside, welcome. This is the Angry Penguin. We are a advice and old people whining about life show. <laughs> If you have ever wanted terrible life advice from two semi-competent morons, you are in the right place. Yep. As long as you stay off my grass. Just stay off of it. The one perk of being old is you don't have to close your bathroom all the way while yelling at small children. And And they don't ever go into the bathroom. They know that's a rule, right? Like, don't come in here when I'm in here. Right. Now, kids suck. Can I just... (laughs) preface my my next statement with that well especially since you are a parent you you have a rightful uh you can say you have uh experience with this subject i have two small assholes um <laughs> ages six and seven yep mm-hmm. if you have small children yourself you will understand what i'm about to say and the slight tangent i'm about to go on kids know how to piss you off Mm -hmm. and you want to punch them in the face often (laughs) yes i'm pretty sure there are so many laws against punching children in the face because of how many parents there are it depends on what country right i mean who knows but what's really cool though is because people are anti-punching children they want to keep them safe Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. there's crap like we discovered youtube kids oh god yeah yep 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 and the random tangents that these boys can find on youtube kids is insane there's a guy called blippy have you ever heard of blippy no and i was actually going to ask you to tell me what the difference between youtube and why youtube kids is different from just filtering youtube okay so when you upload a video to youtube Mm -hmm. you are asked to choose kind of a rating for your audience right um youtube also has an algorithm and what it does what youtube kids does is it filters out a lot of content like mr beast is never going to show up on youtube kids got it okay by this fucker named blippy holy crap all right (laughs) so picture if you will this guy who has like a super annoying like Hi, I'm Blippy kind of voice, right? And this is this is his normal voice. This is this is his character voice. Okay. That he that he plays in character the whole bit. Yeah, he plays full character. I'm already and he wishing. wears like this obnoxious blue shirt, like orange hat, glasses, and he goes and like he'll play in ball pits and go talk to train conductors. And it is the most annoying asinine crap I have ever <laughs> listened to. I gotcha. And the kids will just sit and go down this this stupid video rabbit hole. If I hear the Blippi song one more time, I am going to strangle a Cocker Spaniel. (laughs) What's the fascination? Is he just, is he one of those where he's got the chemistry down to where he knows what kids want? So what I understand about this guy is he has like a master's degree in marketing. Ah, 
Ah. And so he he figured out real early on that the demographic for YouTube is small children. Oh, absolutely it is. But Which, it, it, it's weird. You don't realize what crazy crap is on YouTube. Yeah. Until you give an iPad to a kid. Oh, I can only imagine because they're going to find the stuff that you even wouldn't have thought of searching. That's so, crazy. I mean, don't get me wrong. You, uh, I've shared some of the random, horrible crap I found on the internet with you. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like um, the totes. I go, blem. <laughs> like with the voiceovers. <laughs> I will tweet that link out when this episode goes live because yes. everybody needs to appreciate that video. It's five minutes of greatness. Oh, my gosh. But then you go, there's like a channel called, holy crap, I can't even remember what it's called. But like, it's this guy who is so convinced that the Illuminati is a thing that you could watch. And he will ramble on for like 10 minutes on, well, her legs, when she jumped in the air, made a triangle. That's the symbol of the Illuminati, proof that they're behind this. (laughs) And he's got hundreds of thousands of listeners, I imagine. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I often wonder what it takes to, you know, because you have to have a crowd that's intrigued with what you're saying. How do people get on that train and just ride it to, you know, pretty much success like that? It's, it's always fascinating to me, no matter what material or content they're producing. The fact that they can get that to that point. I think it's the same concept of how did they get them to drink the punch? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You have to have charisma because anybody can say, hey, I have a YouTube, but very few people can be like, oh, hello, I'm charismatic. Would you like to watch my YouTube? I think yeah. you would. <laughs> exactly. And people are like, I'm, I'm infatuated with this person. You are right about like, that, sir. And then the sheer number of um, people who, because of Justin Bieber, record themselves singing because justin bieber was able to use youtube as a launch off platform they think oh it's my turn now exactly and i mean there are some people who legitimately are good don't get me wrong um and there are people who have been found on youtube i just for every person like that there's people like me who if i tried to sing i would break the windows through this podcast (laughs) yeah and that and that's the reality of it and it's like you have somebody that's super talented that is no matter what they do, they're going to turn, you know, turn everything they touch into gold. And you have the people that just want that same hype, but the talent may not be there, but they're going to push to do it. I mean, look at streamers. you got people that are actually legit good at a game, and they have hundreds of thousands of people watching them. And then you have people that are just going to try to get good at the game, hoping for the same success. You know, just that's just not how it goes. Right. I mean, it's like Smash Mouth once said. All that glitters is gold. Exactly. And I don't really have anywhere to go with that. I just wanted to use a Smash Mouth reference in the <laughs> podcast just once. Like in your notes, it's a Smash Mouth reference and you just checked it off, did you? I did. I had a sticky <laughs> note right here that said Smash Mouth. <laughs> that was greatness. But back to the whole YouTube Kids thing. YouTube Kids, which I need to go actually look at now. But have you ever been down like the YouTube rabbit hole where you catch yourself maybe two o'clock in the morning, three o'clock in the morning. It could even be two o'clock in the afternoon because you're just bored at work. But you catch yourself down such a far rabbit hole that you've almost 
second guessed what kind of world we live in because you're watching material that should not really be on YouTube. Not say like it's risque. It's just like, what is this doing on YouTube? This okay. has, you know. 3 a.m., probably eight, nine months ago. Mm-hmm. I couldn't sleep, so I launched up YouTube. I started with my general, um, ooh, this is spooky because this chair fell over for no reason. Yes, yes, no, keep going. And and then I, I went down this rabbit hole, cryptids, hey, this is the rake. No, it's not. It's a bunny, <laughs> that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> and I found quite possibly what I think is the bottom of YouTube. Oh no! I have never been able to find this video again. If you can find this video again, I would be genuinely excited. I would hope that they would share it in the contents or the comments. It was or half something. an hour of like, I'm. Imagine the most stereotypical neckbeard voice you can think of. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a guy like that who was sitting and discussing which type of tree had the most sex appeal. Wait, I'm, I'm sorry. I could have sworn you just said which tr type of tree had the most sex appeal. Yes. And this went on for 30 minutes. 30 minutes, because he went through every type of tree. Oh, my God. And the th you watched this whole thing, didn't you? I fell asleep during it. <laughs> I think he was saying something about, like, weeping willows are, are sexier because they cry. I don't know. Oh, my but gosh. I actually was, genuinely want to watch this now. It was so terrible. But, I mean, the, the YouTube rabbit hole is a genuine thing. Yeah, it is. And I actually found myself going there about a week ago at work, ironically enough. Because, I mean, it, you, everybody needs a break. Sometimes you put on YouTube to have a video playing, music playing, and inevitably... You the video you're listening to ends and YouTube recommends another one for you. Here, take this one, you know. All of a sudden I'm hearing guy just talking and how disappointed he is at the people that, you know, let their yard go this this high and this disgusting. And I'm like, what what is going on here? So I open the video, you know, just guy in a regular, you know, lawn mowing outfit and lawnmower behind him and he proceeds to mow this lawn, which was, it was very much overgrown. I'm talking like five feet grass. I watched the entire thing, dude. And it was just him mowing the freaking grass. And it was therapeutic. Bloody therapeutic. Have you ever watched like the Indian guys who dig the pools using like, oh, dude, just bamboo and stuff? Yes. Yes. Those and are amazing. They really are, man. Like, there's a controversy with those. People are saying that, you know, because, you know, they cut, obviously. But people are saying during those cuts that they're bringing in, like, bulldozers and helping them out a bit. I'm like, no. These guys look like they have all the time in the world. They can sit there and use mud and spit and put up a wall and create a pool out of that. Are you kidding me? I'm a full believer. I don't know. I, I think that's the other thing about the YouTube rabbit hole is the comments. Oh, oh God. God, yeah. <laughs> Sometimes you, can, you, you see the obvious trolls, but mm -hmm. the best ones are the people who genuinely believe this stuff. Now, oh, yeah. full disclosure, going back to like the haunted hauntings and stuff, 
one big thing that will probably come up in a future episode, especially, but right now is you believe in the supernatural a little bit. Mm -hmm. For sure. I don't. Oh, that's going to be a good discussion. I think that. I don't get me wrong. I think there's things sometimes that we can't explain. Right. But I am 99% sure that there is not a ghost whose entire purpose is to knock over a chair and make you spooked out. <laughs> I believe you on that one, uh, for sure. So, like, ghosts, banshees, that kind of stuff? Mm -mm. Cryptozoology, like Bigfoot, stuff like that? There's mm -hmm. a possibility, because we don't know everything. Right. But I don't think ghosts are a real thing. So, to me, watching these haunting videos or st and stuff like that, is mostly like watching America's Funniest Home Videos, where people are just being utterly ridiculous and stupid. Mm -hmm. But you could watch the same thing, and you would feel a much more profound, like, oh, this is spooky kind of feeling, right? Absolutely. If it's, like, legit looking, like, you've seen the ones where, like, a doll will, like, turn its head, and you obviously saw the string that pulled the doll's head. It's like, okay, cut me some slack. Hold on, looks legit, dude. You, they've got me. They've got me. But what dif what discerns on YouTube? Because you got editing magic, magic. You've got freaking FX artists out there. How, when you're going down the rabbit hole, when you are diving down, when you are, oh, hell, all hands on deck, submarine, dive, dive, into the depths of the world of YouTube, how do you wade through the crap to find the gold <clears throat> that's a good question man because thumbnails are useless because there's so many clickbaits out there i think maybe it's the title man like other than somebody legitly all caps doesn't catch my attention anymore because pretty much everybody does it but if it's a title that like makes you question why you should even click the video. Like, for instance, does Taco Bell contain acid in its quesadillas? What? Click. That's what gets me. New Taco Bell butt plug. Oh, what's this? <laughs> oh, hey, this is a song. This is about coconuts. Yeah, exactly. That? Exactly. A lot of people were like, okay, the, the, do you remember, I don't know, it still may, may exist, but like the whole click clickbait of like having like some woman's thong and butt exposed, but the video was about people surfing on a beach. It's like, it, does that still exist on YouTube? I think so. I mean, the thing is sex sells. Yeah, that's so true. So it, it's, it's a matter of, all right, well, I guess we're looking at this butt now. <laughs> yep. Yep. Now, right. confession time. Oh, have you ever fallen for the clickbait because of the picture? Of course. Yeah, I mean, no. I and do then it on porn all the time. <laughs> you're you're highly disappointed, and then you know you know it's bad whenever you like look in the comment section to see if anybody put the time mark as to what the picture was, and nobody ever did. Sons of yeah. guns. I don't know. It YouTube is a it's kind of the wild west of sanity. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But so we were asked one a question that I saw is 
how do you get your YouTube conditioned to help you dive into the rabbit hole? Ooh. You got an answer for that. I don't. <laughs> so YouTube, it, it, it likes to recommend videos. Yes. So here is my 100% scientific Husky approved way. Facts. Guaranteed to make sure that your YouTube timeline and your recommended videos are always weird. <laughs> Watch lots of stupid random crap. Like, take the most random words you can, like sexy dolphins. Yeah. Follow that. If it looks like the most asinine thing you can find, you dive. You go. Yeah. Because I wonder YouTube... if, like, now, and I wonder if that messes up YouTube's algorithm. You know? Listen, if my searching of sexy dolphins can break YouTube's algorithm, <laughs> something is terribly wrong in the world of YouTube. For real. You know, I actually wonder, how, is there, like, a statistic somewhere that shows how many videos are on YouTube per day? You know, I'm sure there is. I'm just going to say at least three. <laughs> Which ones? No, there's at least three new videos on YouTube every day. Oh, yeah. And I'm technically new correct minimum. with that. There, yeah, there's at minimum three. Minimum three, you know? Now, what's the so, most that's ever been uploaded to YouTube in one day? Huh? At least three. <laughs> Good answer. <laughs> Good answer. Oh, man. Speaking of which, I was watching... Uh, did we actually say we we're going to talk about superheroes? I, I think we, we never actually said that, but we can talk about superheroes if you want, because okay. superheroes. <clears throat> oh, there's so many things to talk about, right? I mean, for sure. That's the that's the great thing is it's our podcast. We can talk about what we want. It's like we just generally just like switch. We can be like on the su the subject of wine. And then I'm like, speaking of which, have you ever had a can of Ray that you sprayed on a roach and it just exploded? <laughs> Speaking of Roach, hey, how do you feel about tuna sandwiches? Exactly. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. We were also like, seriously, I was watching um, YouTube and a Marvel ad came up for, ah, what movie was it? No, it wasn't even a movie. I think it's like a, a bunch of series that Marvel's about to start putting out, which we all saw coming. We totally saw coming. Right. But I remember a day when I went to go see Iron Man at the theaters. And I was blown away. I was like, is this the way Marvel's going to go? Okay, this is it. I'm finally, I'm finally interested in superhero movies again. Prior to that, it was nothing but Batman for me. Rip the Batman movie franchise. But I'm just thinking, like, after Iron Man 1, 2, 3, Captain America 1, 2, 3, and then it just, you know, they just started getting saturated with it. Do you actually think Marvel has a way of sustaining their uh, movie franchises in a like successfully. I think what they've done with the Spider-Man franchise is exactly what it needed. Right. Because you can reboot a series, but if you if you tell it from a unique way, right? Like look what. Okay, so the best example that I have is think about Doctor Who. Have you ever watched that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Doctor Who is one of the longest things, and they can change the actors, and it's a new story. Right. Because 
they introduced a way of regeneration. You can right. bring in a new doctor. So when Capaldi was ready to go, they brought in the new girl. When when Eccleston got screwed out of his role and hated it, then they brought in Tennant. So it, it's a matter of that kind of piecemeal. Now, what they've done with Spider-Man is also great. So, well, let me go back. So regeneration. So Cap handed the shield to the Falcon at the end of Infinity War. Mm -hmm. spoilers if you haven't seen a, at least two-year-old movie at this point <laughs> yeah. don't. seriously <clears throat> but that is a way of continuing the captain america franchise without the same actors exactly and now you can do fresh stories because in the comics you have a bunch of captain america yep and with spider-man if you've if you've seen Spider-Man um, Homecoming, they introduced Aaron Davis in it. It was right. played by Donald Glover. Aaron Davis existing in the in the MCU means that Miles Morales exists in the MCU. Precisely. Which means now we've got a whole new Miles Morales Spider-Man story that can be told, and that can include the longevity of Spider-Man. Exactly. And when they rebooted Spider-Man with... Um, Tom Holland, they didn't do an origin story. They just jumped right into it and it felt fresh. It felt new. It felt exciting. Yeah, that's true. So so <clears throat> I think Marvel has the capability of a longevity with it so long as they don't shove regurgitated stories down our throat. That's exactly I think you you nailed it. Because if they go that route, then you just you've bored already existing fans which you, you still have to cater to them i know everybody's like well you know we always want something fresh or new like yeah but you your original fans is gonna who gonna is really gonna hype the new crowd you know right right there with you and i mean there's some really fucked up things that have happened in comic books like spider-man gave birth to himself at one point wait what you've never seen that no so at one point, Spider-Man was, I, I can't remember the entire context, so I will have to find it and show, give you the comic. But basically, he became a giant spider, laid eggs, one of the eggs hatched, and it was human Peter Parker. So <laughs> Spider-Man gave birth to himself. No freaking way. hatched from the egg is who became Spider-Man and continued on. Oh my goodness. What year was this made? I don't even remember the year. I just know it exists. It has to be late 2010, like 2012, 13, during a writer's strike or something. Oh, my right. goodness. So I have a hope for life, not since we're talking Marvel. Mm -hmm. So Disney now owns Fox, which means they can use the word mutant and all of that in their stuff. Gotcha. Okay. Wolverine and all of the X-Men can now be on screen with the avengers oh now with the upcoming doctor strange in the multiverse of madness right scarlet witch is going to have a prominent role in that movie that's what I'm, yeah yeah i'm with you S scarlet witch is also going to get a show on disney plus called wandavision so i have so they're really steering into the scarlet witch right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what i'm genuinely hoping because we're not going to get another full-blown avengers movie i don't think Correct. Unless we're either going to get one of two things in the next movie. 
we're either going to get Galactus now that they have Fantastic Four back, oh. or we're going to get a House of M movie. Okay, that <clears throat> that would be incredible. They're reintroducing mutants. They never did tell you Quicksilver and um, Scarlet Witch's parentage in the right. MCU, so they can still have Magneto as their father in the MCU. Right. You've got them really banking heavy to get you invested in Scarlet Witch, so when they turn her into a villain, mm -hmm. in Civil War, they already expressed that kind of played up that her powers are crazy and she can and she can't really control them and they can get out of control exactly i want to see the next full-blown avengers movie and i want them to take their time on it to really get me invested in these characters i want a house of m movie i see that coming if they if they write that out the way you're discussing it'd be great because that could be three or four movies and then house of m could just drop and that'd mm -hmm. be a fantastic uh segue into that movie Dude, I actually, to be honest with you, I could I wrote off the Marvel franchises. You know, I'm like, what else can you do? But that that puts a spin on things. I'm a huge fan of Doctor Strange. I think he's underrated. You know, the movie blew me away. Yeah, it was really good, and he is such an interesting character. Mm -hmm. I didn't, I really didn't like what they did with Dormammu. This Dormammu yeah. is such a intrinsic part but all right so the comic nerd in me is really mad about one thing mm -hmm. that baron mordo was his ally the entire movie i sat there the entire time <laughs> waiting for mordo to just like betray him or do something yes because i'm like that's that's baron mordo but i, I mean, mean that's it still could be a thing they just don't want to drop the drop that twist that fast Right, so, I mean, you know who the villain is in the next one. Um, I'm really hoping the rumors are true that in the next Spider-Man movie, they're bringing Kraven the Hunter. Is that rumored? That is the current rumor, that they're going to be bringing in Kraven the Hunter for the third Spider-Man. And the concept is basically that, so at the end of Spider-Man 2, they have Mysterio give away Peter Parker's identity. Right that now that Spider-Man is being accused of murder and he's like a public enemy, that they pay to bring in the, like, a hunter, a notor hunter of good notoriety, they bring in Craven to hunt the Spider-Man. Oh, my gosh. See, and this is, a, you, you might want to, like, try to get a hold of somebody at, in their writing department. This would sell. This would sell a series of 12 movies in a heartbeat. But um, this is kind of going back to what you were saying is how do they have the longevity? How do they yeah. keep that? These little pitches, if they were to do this, you're back on the Marvel train. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think the fear of it is, you know, Disney's an incredible company. There's no doubt that people cannot say that they produce material that will have people go to the movies. I love that about Disney. However, their weakness is also they will saturate the crap out of a movie and tank it just for the sake of dollars so i hope they don't go that route with this like you know just pop out a movie pop out a movie pop out a movie we don't care about the story just pop out a movie and that's my fear but if they take I, your route man oh my gosh i i think they they're they are being careful yeah. um they started doing that and then they produced thor the dark world yeah and then they're like yeah no we can't do this that that was crap exactly 
no, Thor: The Thor... Dark World is only the be- is the only bad Marvel movie. So yeah, I-, I agree with you on that one. I agree. And you know, it took me a while to watch Thor: Ragnarok, <clears throat> and then when I actually watched that. I was like, who's whose whose who's idea was this? This was brilliant. This was a fresh take on Thor. You know, Planet did you ever Hulk. see the? Did you ever see the YouTube video where um, them playing "I Need a Hero" during the scene with Thor? <laughs> yes. yes, people yes. are so creative. Yeah, they are, man. Yeah, um, they what are. about the supercuts where somebody took like all of the trailers for the movies, spliced them in correct order once they saw, it, and they're like, "You could basically tell the whole movie if you see this in order." Are you serious? Yeah, yeah. There's leaked on to me. I have it. I was. I'll have to find it again, but yeah, they like they give away so much in the trailers that you can literally watch a trailer and get the gist of the movie. Yeah, and that people wonder why I don't watch trailers anymore because trailers nowadays are what two, three minutes when they used to be like a minute of like pure teaser. But yeah, people they'll and when I hear that, correct me if I'm wrong. you're, You're the statistics man, so you probably know. They say that people actually want to see snippets of the entire movie to determine whether they want to see it or not. That's why they do that nowadays. Is that a reality of the human mind now? Yeah, I think people... I mean, you've got modern short attention spans. Yeah. Like, probably half of the people who started listening to the podcast got bored about five minutes. <laughs> yeah. nice. That's fine. Goodbye, yeah. people. Hello, right, those right. of you who have stuck with us. I appreciate right. you. We're going to give them a cotton candy mixed with Wolf brand chili. That kind of sounds like a sex move. That's what I was going for. Where you put your foot on the nightstand. <laughs> so oh man, where are we going? We just derailed our own freaking podcast. But where are we going with this? Uh, so tuna fish. <laughs> no, we were talking about. Um, oh my god. Where were we talking about? When we were talking about the Marvel world. We were talking about people watching trailers. The trailers, yes, yes, yes. <laughs> because I, one of the things that really disappointed me was, was it Marvel? Was it Captain America Civil War? Where, where which one does Spider-Man show up in? Uh, Civil War. Civil War. They did not need to show Spider-Man show up in the trailer. That would have been a fantastic moment in the theater for people to go OMG you know but they right. know by showing Spider-Man you just guaranteed people coming to see your movie so it's rough yeah but I mean I get it if nobody's going to spend money on a what if yeah how, exactly. how often do you try how often do you redo your research when you're at the store if it's a brand you don't know of or it's an item that you are going to be spending money on. Right. Like, if it's like a couple bucks, I'm just like, eh, all right. Yep, exactly. If you're going out purchasing just... a lawnmower, I'm definitely, I'm at the store Googling reviews. <laughs> right, and now you can't, tr- and since film critics are notoriously bad. Oh, for sure. Um, It's a matter of, they have to kind of show you part of the movie, otherwise you're not going to know what you're going to get. Yeah, that is that's very true. <clears throat> I mean, I wish they'd apply that logic to like other things in life. Like, you walk in to a strip club. I don't know if I like it here. Girl just shows her butthole to you. All right, I'm good. 
Let's go. <laughs> exactly. It's like, oh, well, now that you've shown me that, I mean, where's the seat? <laughs> That's fantastic. You know, I was also watching back to the whole, like, the, when you said they were, somebody cut the trailers to, to make it like a movie. Mm-hmm. I think you may have shared, shared this with me. Um, if you did, maybe Zim did, but have you seen where Marvel, when Marvel was in its early game, it would they they didn't really focus on their their soundtracks their scores right right and there's a guy that made a clip saying if Marvel were to pay more attention to their scores they would dramatically affect have different effects to scenes in their movies you know and there was a scene where you know Thor comes in and his buddies are there you know and in the original take like it's goofy music like his buddies are supposed to be like his sidekick comedy relief right? right but in the recut of it where somebody dubbed like a a new score over it they put like an emotional violin cue and suddenly you actually have you actually feel for his sidekicks and i was like you know and i hope i and maybe marvel did see this and said we have to take our scores more seriously and i think they did because you have movies like uh endgame or black panther where the music played a crucial key in those films can I just say one thing? Mm-hmm. They did such a disservice to Lady Sif in the Warriors 3. Oh, I agree. They are such detailed characters. Yeah. You, you know which characters don't... I, I mean, there are characters who get more time that have no build to them. Like, Lady Sif in the Warriors 3, they have... They're three-dimensional characters. They're, they have backstory. They have history. They are much stronger than the ma- movies made them out to be. Right. Then, on the other side of the axis, you've got superheroes like Superman. <laughs> you've please Okay, folks. Grab the popcorn. Grab your favorite b- beverage. This guy has a legit reason as to why he... Love Superman, would you say? Fuck Superman. <laughs> yeah, I will have to censor that right now. I I admit <laughs> that I have to censor that. So you're gonna hear like an angry girl going, "Yeah, yeah." But okay, I actually didn't agree with you on this until I actually heard your rant, and I said, "I have no other way of saying." But I completely agree now. Now, to say I hate Superman is not fair to me. Because that is really downplaying how I feel about Superman. Right. Superman is the epitome of what a shit looks like after it's been <laughs> eaten six times and re-shit out, human centipede style. And yeah. what comes out is the actual character Superman. Mm-hmm. Because here is here is Superman, the husky abridged version. <laughs> take you take a character give him all the powers here have everything oh what's that you want to become a supernova sure yep oh but we don't have room in the comics for this character to have all of the powers great just take the personality throw that out the window okay so now you have all the powers no personality exactly okay (laughs) so now you have this empty vessel of powers what do you do how do you make him how do you make him weak Oh, look, here's a shiny green rock. What's that? He can stop bullets. He can stop nukes. He can stop a train. Okay, awesome. He is invulnerable. Oh, no, a shiny green rock. It's shiny. Ah, I wait. 
This is from my blown up planet on the other side of space that for some reason, all of my planet ended up on the yours. Yeah. What are yeah, the yeah. That, that, well, that would be the argument for viewers that disagree with you, sir. They would say that it's not making him weak. It's returning him back to his normal state. Okay, but why? how can one fragment of a shiny green rock override the power he gets from an entire freaking sun? <laughs> I completely agree. I completely that's like, agree. That's like saying, I've got this mountain. Oh, no, a rock fell. The mountain's yep. gone. And they contradict themselves because they even say, like, the power of the sun, the gravity, the, the, the lower gravity on this planet, you know, the atmosphere is what's going to make you strong, but... Heaven forbid a piece of your planet shows up and it anywhere near you, it just completely negates all that that you just absorbed through this planet. And if it gets his power from the yellow sun, how does he have powers at night? <laughs> well, well, he's he's like a solar pet. Well, no, because solar panels don't store; they just absorb. Good yeah. question, sir. Well, that's why you never actually see him doing anything at night. That's why Batman takes over. Am I right? No, you see Superman at night. Think about how many times Superman and Batman have teamed up. Oh, yeah. This is true. He is, and he's like an edgelord, to, even worse. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm so sad. I'm going to go live in the Arctic in my little ice bunker with all my little friends. You know, and he, has like, he has a zoo there. How cool is it to have a, a zoo of animals in the freaking Arctic in cages made of ice and snow? Yes. None of these creatures are native to these Arctic climates, so he's basically freezing their balls off because, <laughs> dear man, I'm so sad I live in the snow. You bring up a good point, though. Why are most superheroes... Well... Okay, because I was watching or I was reading an article on why some superheroes are human or relatable because they have some kind of you know tormented story that that makes them emotional but why is it superman suffers from depression batman suffers from depression wolverine suffers from like anger what makes wolverine a good character versus superman being a good character with you know an emotional attachment that cuz people can relate to uh, depression because Wolverine has character flaws. Wolverine's an alcoholic. Wolverine uh, is standoffish. Yes. Wolverine, like, does this. Superman, yeah. oh, I'm sad. Oh, the world's on danger. Let's fly. Superman, yeah. good fire. Superman, help save. <laughs> oh, no, shiny rock. You actually bring up damn good points. Because if you think about it, if he doesn't, if he's that depressed, why does he care? He's always conflicted about whether he should be protecting mankind but at the, whatever reason he decides to do it there he's are only always two upset good, there there's only two lines of superman stories superman good guy superman bad guy <laughs> there's no what about superman yeah. no bizarro bizarro is a better superman i agree because he's like an anti-hero superman and yeah. bizarro is fantastic i love bizarro and he but bizarro is actually trying to do good I love some of Superman's villains. Like Darkseid yeah. is one of my all-time favorite villains. Yes. Yes. But Superman yeah. himself is so stupid. Yeah, I completely agree. Uh, well, in their defense, weren't they? Wasn't Superman created by like a high school or a college? I don't even care. <laughs> 
I don't care who created him. <clears throat> Listen, medical techniques were created by people who thought that not throwing your poop out the window and flushing it into piping would cause diarrhea or some crap. <laughs> and they got leeches daily. I yeah. don't care who created something. This is 20 freaking 20. You've had X amount of years to fix it. And yeah. yet they still haven't given him any personality. You know, I would really like if they went the route of a couple of comics. I don't think they touched on it very long, but there was different there was different kryptonites, right? There was like a red one and a green one and yellow one, and each of them like gave him different like one of them like took away his inhibition inhibitions so he would like totally like peer in on the on the women's taking shower and one of them would like would actually he wouldn't care, so he would kill people whenever he was fighting them. That would be an extraordinary movie. Okay. Here's how you improve any Superman script. You ready? Mm -hmm. Take your Superman storyboard. Line up like all the papers you have. Mm -hmm. Throw a lighter on them. <laughs> Never make another Superman story. I, I have to say, dude, I completely agree with you, man. And they've proven this with Man of Steel and Batman versus Superman. You know, no director can do anything with that story. You have characters in the DC universe. You have Martian Manhunter, who it is proven he is as strong as Superman. He is, he can do almost everything Superman can. Wait a second. Do you know, do you know what makes Martian, Martian? Do you know what makes the Martian Manhunter better than Superman? Martian Manhunter. Let's hear it. He is flawed. His weakness is fire, but he's not actually weak to fire. It's a psychological fear weakness. Really? He is scared of fire. That's cool. And that makes him a more compelling character to me than Superman ever will be. Yeah. That is okay. That's cool, man. And with that, thus ends episode two entitled Why Superman is Terrible. <laughs> exactly. Like everything led to this point of why Superman should not exist anymore we knew it was coming mm -hmm. we knew it was happening oh yeah raven raven knew that eventually he was going to tr start the superman train but oh yeah i don't think he, i don't think you thought it was going to happen in episode two i don't think i'd be reconvinced either i mean it's, all your points are valid it's amazing anytime you want me to remind you why superman is the worst i will do so <laughs> by the way guys you also husky is getting back into the streaming world and he is doing it phenomenally. If you're a retro gamer and you are on Twitch, twitch.tv slash husky n1nja ninja with a one. Check it out. We'll be there. We'll both be there. You can ask us questions there. You can actually see this guy's sense of humor live while he plays retro games. I can't even say poorly. You actually do a good job. Oh, no, I'm shit. No, you took. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah. No, yeah, you're right. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But seriously, it's good times in there, folks. It really is. Everyone, this has been the Angry Penguin Podcast. Please make sure you like, share, subscribe through your favorite podcast engine. If you haven't already, find us on Twitter at Husky Ninja and at Zero Gravity Theater. That's Z-E-R-O-G-R-A-V-I-T-Y-T-H-T-R. There's your spelling lesson for the day as well. <laughs> Have a good one. And before we leave, comment whether you believe in spirits and the supernatural, or if you're with Husky. It's just not possible.
because it's not. It is. 